0: the I Make a Difference podcast, an adventure of exploration of your human self, the conditioned and unhealed parts of you, and your true self, the natural, real, and powerful you. A pathway where you unravel, heal, and uncover on your journey back to you. Oh my gosh, this has been a long time coming. My first podcast for quite some time. And why is that the case? Well, I needed to take some time away from what I was doing so that I could focus on other things that were important to me, that were the expression of different aspects of me. And it was also for me to decide, what is it that I really like doing? Because one of the important things for me is that I like to express the ability, the capability, the talent, the qualities that I have within me and to see how much I can discover and learn about myself and bring that to life in the external world. And when I'm doing what I know is right by me and I'm in that space of, that discovery and that expression. And I'm sure you feel and have experienced the same as well. You feel that complete natural flow. And it's consistent, it's constant, it's grounded, it's solid. And you just know it's right. There's no highs and lows around it. More importantly, in taking the time away, I've actually been looking at how can I make what I really want to be doing and want to be creating and sharing? How can I make it happen? And amongst this time away, I have been learning so much about the online world. I have been creating some mini courses. I'm working on a couple of memberships. I have launched three courses. And also, I have been creating some free downloadables for people as well. I've been in a really creating mode. I've also made some amazing connections with people right across the world who have come into my life, who are amazing lights, and that I just love it how the tapestry of our lives comes together at the right time in the right place. Because these beautiful people have shared so much with me and who they are, shared so much feedback, shared so much insight, and We've journeyed together in our growth, and there's been so much love and care that's been shared between us. I've also been learning a lot to help me with progressing forward and bringing to life what I have dreamt was possible that has gone from possible to probable to actually starting to happen. And that's pretty cool. And amongst that, I've also been a detective with regards to searching for cats that go missing from time to time, and searching for cats that aren't mine, where people have asked me to help them out. I have rolled under electric fences and has sort of scuttled over paddocks that have had huge hoof marks in them, and then climbed other fences and got down on all fours and crawled through grass to to catch a cat. Um, I wish I'd had a video of what I was doing. And then I had to do the reverse, climb over the fence, walk across that paddock, roll back under the electric fence with a cat in my hand, get in the car, and then ring my mum and say, can you please come up the road and open the gate because I can't get out of the car because of the cat. It's been an adventurous time and yeah i've I've recently taken this time from many things that I've previously been committed to, not just the podcast, and I wanted to take that time away to see if it's what I want to continue doing, and there are things that I've been doing that I've needed to know are they truly the right thing for me, and if they are, then why and I've let some things go and I've come back to the podcast. In a way, what I did by stepping back from everything is set a boundary, a boundary to find out what I'm okay with and what I'm not okay with, what I want to say no to. But in my world, I don't actually set boundaries, because I view boundaries quite simply as, I do what is right for me. And you may well say, aren't they the same thing? And yes, they may well be. But what it comes down to is the intention behind the action you're taking. And even the intention as to why we need to call doing what is right by us, that's okay with us, a boundary. I remember a friend of mine about a year ago saying to me, She had to set boundaries with her mum because what her mum was doing was not okay. And that was almost the tone of voice she used. Yet, who do we actually need to set boundaries with and who are they for? And when a person says it with that type of tone of voice, there's a lot of emotion sitting behind that. Who we actually set boundaries for is ourselves because we're the ones that have allowed and accepted what we've been experiencing, that's not okay for us, that we don't deserve. And we're the ones that haven't been acting on and doing what we do deserve. And that's the focus of the exploration of today's episode of the iMac Difference podcast, The Truth About Boundaries. What is the need for human beings to set boundaries? And why are they even necessary? Because for some people in the growth and involvement of themselves, yes, they are necessary. But why? Why do we need boundaries? And as important, how do we come to be in a place and space where we need to create boundaries? So what you and I are going to jump in and really have a look at in today's episode is, what are boundaries? How we came about to actually need boundaries? Who boundaries are actually for? What the impact of you setting boundaries has on yourself? Which may seem obvious, that is to do right by you, but are they? And when you set boundaries, what's the impact on other people as well? And then, what if we didn't set boundaries? And what if there were alternatives to setting boundaries? So firstly, what actually are boundaries? If you look at boundaries in practical terms, where do they exist in our lives? Well, there are boundaries that are borders to our properties, to our homes. There are boundaries in a game of cricket, and there are moral boundaries based on what society believes is right or wrong. And countries have borders. Otherwise, countries have boundaries. So a boundary is something that indicates or fixes a limit or extent to something. It's a line that defines a space that we operate in. And it's the outer limits to which we own our space in terms of our property and our place. Where your place is your home. Where you feel comfortable. Where you feel safe in. And in cricket, it's where the team that's bowling is trying to contain the other team and restrict them. Restrict those that are batting so that they keep them within the boundary, whilst the batting team is actually trying to break the boundary. So the key elements to be taken from these are boundaries define your space, the space that you own, your space of comfort, Boundaries are a process of potential restriction, as in the case for the team bowling in cricket who want to restrict the batters. Yet boundaries are also for breaking, as seen in cricket by the team that's batting, because they want to get the results they want. These are conflicting processes, and they're all applicable to human boundaries. And you and I, well, we're going to explore those human boundaries. Boundaries are an invisible energetic how to limit of your space as to what you accept and not accept in your life. And there are two key focuses to boundaries in terms of you personally. First one is how far you will go in your interactions, your involvement, and your energy in terms of what you will do and engage in, what you will give and share, and how much responsibility you will hold. I've been someone who's been a huge giver to my mum over the years. I've held responsibility for her, responsibility that's not actually mine to hold. And as she's got older, I've been conscious of her keeping her independence, something that I know is very important to her. So I'm very clear on what I offer to do, to be involved in and to fulfil for her as far as the responsibilities go. Because if I was not... I would go and do everything for her, which then would impact her, would impact her self-worth, and would impact her independence. I have been the one who's been over-responsible for my mum throughout my whole life. And that was my choice to do so. I would go a long way and in my interactions, my involvement, my giving and my sharing of my energy and what I did with my mum, and also how much responsibility I held. And yet I possibly crossed over some of my mum's boundaries. I crossed over where I actually potentially disempowered her and took away responsibility from her for what she was responsible for. The second focus of boundaries in terms of you personally is in what way, how much and how often, and how close you will allow others in. That's emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, and even energy-wise. And this is in your interactions. This is even in information-wise. It's in how much they share with you and how much you share with them. It's energy-wise, as I mentioned, what they give and share, what you receive, allow and accept from them, and the amount of involvement you have with them. So it has many different elements to it one of the areas where my boundaries have been wide open. And remember, it's about what I've done and what I've chosen, what I've allowed, what I've accepted, what I've shared and what responsibility I've taken on, and how close I've allowed others in. I have been called generous over the years. So much so that many times in the past, I've had employees who've made the most of my generosity. They've taken it for granted, they've used it, and they've abused it. Some of them have abandoned their job, leaving me in difficult positions. Some of them have talked to me disrespectfully, and other types of behaviours. In fact, when I shared some of the stories with my cousin as to how I was treated as an employer, and how far and how close I allowed others in, she was actually shocked as to how I was treated But take note of this statement. And both of the focuses of boundaries, the one with my mum and the one with employees, I allowed this to happen. I did this. I made these choices. I allowed and accepted what I experienced. I've had friends who have only contacted me when something was going on for them and they needed support and help. Yet, they hardly talk to me when they don't need help. And they're not there for me. I allowed this to happen. So why do we need and have boundaries? We need boundaries to define the space and what we are comfortable with and not comfortable with. What we deserve and what we do not deserve. Essentially you're defining the space that you require for you to feel emotionally, energy-wise, physically and in many other ways safe and secure where you manage best, and where you look after you. So you may set boundaries around what you believe you deserve as to how you are treated and spoken to you. You may set boundaries around what you can manage in your processing, what and how much you give out before you're drained, tired and exhausted, how much you give out without receiving, like my scenario where I give to my friends, but I don't hear from them when they don't need me. How visible you want to be and how much you want to expose yourself to other people's judgments, reactions, emotional dumping and even abuse. And how much you want to expose yourself to other people's love and caring and nurturing as well. How much you will put up with that you do not deserve. What you need to do to make sure you focus on you. What you need to do to look after you. What you need to do so you don't give and give and forget about you. But when you stop and really process through, why do you need to set boundaries for all of those areas? And why has that need come about? When you look at the truth of the process and your processing, your decisions and beliefs, why do you need boundaries? It's not because of other people. You need boundaries because of you, because of what you did, the choices you made, what you allowed and accepted. Were you allowed your emotional attachment, your neediness, your guilt and over-responsibility to be drivers of your decisions and your behavior? Where you consciously and unconsciously put yourself in situations that had detrimental and limiting impacts on you? You allowed yourself to be treated in ways that diluted and diminished who you are. You reacted and acted on emotion rather than what is right for you. You allowed people close, or you got close to them to fill your need. You put others first ahead of you. And what lies at the core of these actions and reasons? Well, one of the things that lies at the core is your lack of self-worth. Where you believed you were not good enough, maybe even unworthy, and you were lucky to have what you had, whether it was a relationship, a job, the love or friendship you were given, and you were grateful what you did get from others, which in some cases may have been better than nothing. You believed you deserved this, so when you were treated in ways you did not deserve, where you were not accepted and considered, not listened to, and the more you accepted this, it became your normal, and you believed it was what you did deserve. Another element that sits at the core of these actions and reasons for you setting boundaries is your vulnerability. You are or were scared or had fear of losing what you had because of your lack of self-worth. Scared that you might not get anything better, so you held on to it. And you experienced what you didn't deserve. Or what you did deserve, you got in small amounts And, as I said, you felt grateful for that. Another element that lies at the core of your need for boundaries is your neediness, as I've mentioned. Your neediness is about the lack of what you deserved that you had gone without, that resulted in you needing, craving, and holding on to whatever element, no matter its size, of what you needed. Needy to be of value, so you you put out and helped others and gave and gave, and they took needy to be important and loved, so you put others first at your expense, needy to be loved, so you put up with the moments of love you did receive, and the times you didn't receive it. Why do we need boundaries because of what we did and didn't do what we allowed. And didn't allow. Who are the boundaries for? They're for us, not other people. They're to stop us from doing what we are conditioned to do, what we've always done. They're to stop us from acting on our neediness, our vulnerability, our lack of self-worth, our emotional state. They're to stop us from doing what is not right for us, so that we do what is right for us. There to stop us from focusing on others and to give time, focus and energy to ourselves. And that's to stop us from receiving, allowing, and accepting what does not support us that we do not deserve. But here's the thing about boundaries boundaries are a limitation. They come from a form of control, as in cricket, restriction and the desire to breach and break the boundary. And yes, you may need them for a period of time, but a boundary when focused on the other person and not focused on you, it's a judgment of the other person. It's your non-acceptance of them and what they've done and how they've treated you. And it's a form of rejection of them. And yet, You were the one that accepted their treatment. You were the one that made what they did okay. So to turn and judge and blame them is not fair. And this means if you are judging them and you are focusing on the other person for the reason for your boundary, then you still have an emotional attachment to them and how they have been. And whilst you have an emotional attachment to someone, they have an influence over you because you're still impacted by what they do or not do. And and putting up a boundary to cease or limit the impacts of what they've done that you do not deserve, well, you're trying to control them and you also restrict yourself. You are making decisions based on what the other person or people do rather than what you do. You are actually putting boundaries on yourself. This is what you're doing. But here's an interesting fact. Your true self, or as I call this powerful, beautiful part of me, my soul self. Your soul self, your true self, is limitless and does not have boundaries or a need for boundaries. Your true self and your soul self Do honor spiritual boundaries, though, and spiritual boundaries are the guidelines rather than limitations of respecting a soul as an individual, of respecting another soul's processing and way, of respecting their energy and respecting everything that is right in their interaction with you. And when this fundamental respect is there. And your energy is clean and clear and pure. And you do right by you. You do right by others. And you are limitless. So there is no need for boundaries. And this is who you truly are at the core of you. But as our human selves, we're not like this. And boundaries at times can be a necessity. But if you put boundaries on yourself, you're going to limit the growth of yourself and the growth of your true self. But what if you reframe this process and you go down deep and you really work with your true intention so that the steps you take are for the purpose of growing your ability to honor, love, and respect yourself and the other person? What if rather than seeing it as you set boundaries, which have an intention of limitation and control and restriction, what if you do right by you instead? And saw it as that. And when you move from setting boundaries to doing right by you, then the process you experience is one that goes from protection with boundaries that are hard and rigid, to openness, acceptance, gentleness and growth where you know what is right for you and you take action on this without judgment, where you operate from a place of self-worth, honoring and respect. And this is why I haven't set boundaries except possibly once in my life. Because I honor doing right by me. This is a very different process. So when you say to yourself, I'm establishing boundaries, ask yourself, Why do I need a boundary? What am I trying to stop myself from doing? What am I wanting to do that is different? Is there anything I'm scared of? And what steps can I take to do right by me and honor me instead? Just take that time and really ponder on: Are your boundaries that you set based on limitation, control and protection? to protect yourself from yourself, to protect yourself from what you don't deserve because you don't feel that you are able to influence what you do deserve? Or are you actually just taking steps to do right by you? And be conscious of the difference in the feel and the energy and the intention between the two. And I encourage you, Take steps to do more that is right by you. Because as I said, when you do that, you are open, you are accepting, you are receptive, you are gentle, and you grow. And you operate from a place of self-worth, honoring, and respect. And if you're interested in exploring what you deserve and what you don't deserve, a little bit further, you may want to check out the link below and download your free copy of My Deservedness and have an explore. And until the next episode, because yes, I am continuing on with my podcast, may you discover more of you, find more of your true self in that flow and what is true for you and may your life become more fluid and easier. Take care and we'll catch you in the next episode.